What up, everybody? It's J.P. Finley. It's the Washington Football Talk podcast. QBX mania is taking over the streets of Washington. They had to deal with all the protests and all the National Guard and whatever else happened. Now it's QBX mania. Back where we belong. Is it Rogers? Is it Stafford? Is Joe Namath coming back? Who knows? We're going to find out. Dante Culpepper. Does he have any eligibility left? We're going to dive into it. QBX mania starts now. Oarsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Oarsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving selection and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Chantilly Toyota. Let's ride together. There's the friends, the apartments, and the future you seek. And then there's the team supporting you every step of the way. SECU may be Maryland's largest credit union, but we pride ourselves on the little things that make life easier and our local community stronger. We're a place where seekers win, where daily banking and financial planning are just the beginning of what SECU offers. We're here for the seekers, and we're waiting for you. Visit secumd.org. What up, everybody? It's J.P. Finley. It's QBX Mania. Mitch Tischler's here. Pete Haley's here. We are brought to you by the good folks, Oarsman Automotive of Virginia. We ride with them. want you to do the exact same thing. Check them out, oarsmanva.com. QBX Mania is the title of this podcast because Twitter is going ballistic with the photoshops and the possibilities. And the best part is how people are so bipolar on everything as it comes to quarterbacks. Gentlemen, how do you do? Important uh, housekeeping item is QBX one word or is it QB space X just for titling and future writing purposes? Oh, it's one word. It's like QB1. QB1 is one word. QBX. Yeah, that, that's what I thought. And then I accidentally put a space in there and it looked a little funky. I just wanted to make sure we were all on the same page. So QBX is its own one little phrase. And I love it. We legit need to trademark that because soon somebody else is going to be using it. And yeah. whatever. Just yeah. You mean like emergency podcast? Yeah. Life in, life in the big city. Um, all right. So the re- let's start with the news. Actually, I want to start with something else. Um, I, everybody, listen, we want to have the press conference with Martin Herney, Marty Herney and Martin Mayhew and Ron Rivera, just like you guys do, but it's being pushed back. Um, the senior bowls this week, folks might be traveling, folks might be scouting or conducting these zoom interviews. I don't know, but I don't, I, we did a podcast today, timestamp Monday, 12, 10 PM. Um, we're doing a podcast today because I, I don't expect a press conference to be till later in the week. Um, if not next week. So we will, Give you that news when we have it. All right. Um, so everybody's got the Sean Watson fever, right? And that the, the thing with Watson is we don't even know if Houston's going to trade him. They, they've seemed like they're not going to trade him. Um, but Saturday night, Schefter doing his thing reports. It was Saturday evening, right? It was like 7 o'clock Saturday? Correct, yes. Yeah. Is going to trade Mad Stafford that they're going to work on finding a package and, and moving him along. And then the world explodes. Um, obviously there's a ton of connections with Stafford, which Martin Mayhew being the GM in Detroit to draft him. Um, 
and Stafford would help immediately. Um, ideally, it costs a little bit less than Watson. And they want to trade him. They're, they publicly want to trade him. So this isn't like – this isn't trying to go on a date with someone that's married and lives in Germany. This is going <laughs> on a date with somebody that is on uh, Tinder or whatever the apps are. Bumble, what are the apps, Pete? Uh, all of those are all acceptable apps. Yeah, Stafford is swiping. He's looking at people's profiles. He wants right. to go on a date just like we want to go on a date. Right. Everybody wants. Meanwhile, to go Washington looks at all the quarterbacks that are out there, and they're just furiously swiping right as often as possible <laughs> on every veteran QB that's there. <laughs> well, and then if Stafford mania wasn't enough, um, and we're going to talk about the games and our terrible picks later, but after the Packers lose to the Bucks, good old Aaron Rodgers decides to stir the pot to 11 and says his future's uncertain with green Bay. And he doesn't know what's going to happen. And you know what, if he's kind of throwing an F you at the organization, I don't blame him because they drafted a QB in the first round last year. So um, it's an easy F you to throw. So I love it. Cause I saw that it's the photoshops go ballistic. I saw the presser and Aaron with Aaron Rodgers saying that. And I was like, Oh boy, Washington football Twitter is going to, Go crazy! Who's gonna be? Who's gonna be doing the photoshops? And I, I open up Twitter, and there's one Peter Haley with, what was it? I, I emoji or question? A, Just uh, a rod, a rod to DC was all I wrote with a question mark, and it went a little bit crazy. And some people were saying, "No thanks, I hate that guy." I'm sure you would hate that guy if he was wearing burgundy and gold and throwing lasers to Terry McLaurin. I don't think it's going to happen at all. I think it's less likely than Deshaun, but if we're having QBX mania, we got to include Aaron Rodgers in any sort of conversation about that mania. Sure. I mean, so here's what I have. I have Stafford Watson Rodgers with a big question mark written down in my notes and just go through kind of your reaction to all of it in the last 30 hours, I guess. It's, Positive from Washington's standpoint that there are more and more options becoming available. And I think Stafford is the one who should be at the top of the shopping list. Of course, Watson's younger and is going to have a longer career and is more mobile and is the ideal option. But for what you'd have to give up and what you would get in return, I think Stafford is just right. If you're doing the three little bears, he is just right. And you could give up maybe that first rounder. And if it was 19 for Stafford, as JP said on Twitter, I'd do it. And if it was 19 and a third rounder next year or 19 and like a role player, I would do it. Matt Stafford is durable. He's incredibly productive. He's awesome in late game drives. All the things you want in a quarterback, terrific locker room person, good in the community, wants to win now, would look really delightful with that defense on the other side of the ball. So Matt Stafford has become my favorite answer to QBX. Yeah, I mean, the more guys that become available, the, the, the better the option, the better the possibilities are for Washington. You look around the league and, and you just kind of start ranking teams where they, you know, where who's the most ready to win versus, you know, who's, you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the furthest away from being competitive. And, and you know, obviously the Colts is, is going to be the best quarterback situation that's out there for, for somebody. So he starts so I kind of was like slotting in guys where they, you know, Deshaun Watson is the best quarterback that's available right now. And I say that even with Aaron Rodgers, who, even if Aaron Rodgers is available moving forward. And, you know, I think Washington's in that, that second tier of teams that, that, that are going to be attractive. And like Pete said, I, I think Matt Stafford is the, the best option when you compare the compensation it's going to take to get 
one of these established quarterbacks versus the production and long-term value you're going to get out of them. And so as much as I want them to go after Deshaun Watson and would give up a lot of uh, trade capital for it, I would be more comfortable giving up a little bit less if it's in that range that we kind of feel like it's going to be to get Stafford. It's interesting for a few reasons, right? Um, I don't think Rogers is going anywhere. So I'm just going to table that. But I think the Stafford thing depends on the price. And I wrote a story Saturday night that Washington should trade for him. Like with the best headline I've ever seen you put up, by the way, just, just great interneting on your part. Um, but like if the price gets too high, like if you're going to give up two ones for Stafford and three ones gets you a guy that's eight years younger and already has a longer a, a contract, like, at what point are you pot committed? You know, I, I just, I, I, the other, so that's my one question in, in the compensation discussion is if, and, and I had a tweet that like everybody's sending me. Um, I was tweeting with Jordan from Reds from Washington football team today, whatever the Instagram's called. Um, he's like, would you do a two and a five for Stafford? And I said, no, I, I've asked around more just about what the cost would be. And it's obviously more than that. And I'd be willing to do the one. Um, if you could solve your quarterback situation with the 19th overall pick, you'd do it. And and I recognize Stafford would probably need a new deal. Um, Pete, I think that you tweeted this, or maybe you even wrote a story about it. The thought that he's injury prone is remarkably off. He missed eight games in 2019, but outside of that, He's played a full 16-game season, what is that, nine of the last 10 years? Yeah, out of 160 starts over the past decade, he's missed eight of them. Right. Now, and I wrote this in my story, like, the back stuff kind of worries me. Like, he's had broken bones in his back. That's a pretty damn big deal. Um, but the what I think we're not looking at – like the conversation has stemmed around the teams we know need a quarterback. So the jets, the Colts, Washington. um, But the questions really start to become who doesn't need a quarterback, but who wants one of these dudes? Because what if Oakland wants Watson, right? Like they don't need him. They have their car. They might want someone better. What if Oakland wants Rodgers? What if Sam Fran, yeah. What if, what if San Fran tries to make a play for Rodgers? And then Jimmy G's on, like, it, I just feel like it, it's perhaps naive to only think of it in terms of, oh, well, the Panthers need a quarterback. So it's Panthers, Jets, Patriots, Washington, and Colts. Like, yeah. people are going to make moves around this thing, too. Right. Another team on that list is the Broncos. They have a new GM and Drew Locke hasn't done a lot. You can maybe even trade Drew Locke to get one of those quarterbacks. But I think that's a really good point. And I published a story just before we hopped on about, hey, Washington is definitely sitting there saying that dude Stafford will look so good here. But there's 31 other buildings where guys might be sitting there saying that dude Stafford will look so good here. So there's going to have to be some bidding probably. And with the 19th pick, that's a good good one to have. But New England's got 15. Uh, the Broncos are going to have a higher pick, I believe. And then again, they have locks. So Washington's going to have to uh, maybe try and outdo a lot of other folks to get the quarterback if they want one. 
Well, you got to look at it like an like an auction, you know, not to get into weird metaphors like we do sometimes here, but like they have, there's going to be a plan for how much they're willing to give up. You know, there's a max that you're willing to give up. That's not going to be your first trade offer. It's not like you're going to call up the the Lions and be like, hey, we're going to give you, you know, a first this year, a third next year and a conditional day three pick later, you know, whatever their max offer is, it's going to be, there's going to be a, there's going to, they got to come up with, you know, what the, the max amount is and, and work your way from there. And let's not forget just, you know, with Mahomes being, you know, obviously going to the Super Bowl this year, let's not forget that the, the Chiefs traded up to number 10 spot to go get Mahomes. So you get to the draft and you're at 19 and the Chiefs didn't give up. They gave up two ones and a, and a third to, to move up 17 places to get Mahomes. You get to the draft and, and you love Zach Wilson and he's there at number eight or something like that or whatever, you know, whatever quarterback you there's always that there's always an option to, to move up in the draft and get a guy as well with that same sort of draft capital that we're talking about trading for one of these these uh, these veterans that are available. It's you're going to have to try like it's going to be Ron, Marty and Mark, Ron and the Martys. I'm just going to call them coming up with what they're what the amount of uh you know, what the, what each level guy is going to be, they're going to be willing to give up for him. Yeah. And, and I guess my point to that, cause you're right, Mitch, like they have to address QB, but it doesn't mean they have to trade for Matt Stafford. Right. And, and I think if the compensation gets to a point where it doesn't match what your expectations are coming back, do they still bow out or do they have to just keep pressing the gas and quarterbacks, the one position where you might just, I mean, go back to Kirk, right? Like the whole thing with Kirk was that he wasn't worth top of the market money. He's not the best quarterback. And that's true. Like it's completely true, but that's just what it costs. Yeah. It's the going rate. Right. But with this team, do you think this team would be in a better spot if they had paid Kirk? what was it 30 basically 30 28 mil a year guaranteed over the last three years or would we be sitting in this exact same situation right now had we had they done that uh we don't like to relitigate and it's tough to answer that but i mean as we always say the contract that you get today is going to look fine in two or three years so maybe things would have been okay with kirky running the show yeah but ask vikings fans like right i mean i think he particularly is like for like a boring, super nice guy, he's oddly, incredibly divisive. Yeah. Like, the bigger I, point I, was that you gotta, you can't pay a guy just to pay a guy just because you need a, you need a a, a, a quarterback. And if you don't think that that he's the guy that's going to be your QB of the future, and you think that you can go out and win with him, and I'm not talking about winning seven games and and getting to the playoffs, but if it's a guy that you don't think you can win. You don't make that trade. You don't sign him. You don't sign him the big money. You don't. You, you can't make a move just because you got to make a move. Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Orsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving selection and service, check. Lifetime engine guarantees, check. Loaner cars and free car washes, check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. 
Horseman Kia of Alexandria. Let's ride together. Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Orsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Savings, selection, and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Ford Lincoln. Let's ride together. And what about the, um, I've seen this reply. What about the thought that Stafford isn't that young either? Like he, he might not be your quarterback of the future. To me, it's a little bit flawed because QBs play, I mean, Listen, nobody's Brady, but Brady's 43. Rogers is 37. Alex is about to be 37. Um, I think this suggests that Stafford, assuming good health, couldn't play four or five more years. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not worried about the age. Uh, I mean, it's 12 seasons. And if you want to make the injury argument, I'm going to deny you. But if you want to say it's concerning that he's, you know, piling things up and he could be getting to an age where those injuries start actually costing games, then I'll listen to you a little. But he's got three to four years left. Let him play for three. Then you draft a guy in that fourth year and start preparing. But as uh, Matt Valdez mentioned on the Junkies last week, and I think it's maybe a discussion that needs to be happening more, is Washington's window. It may not be right now, but it's we're getting there because you're going to have to start signing and extending these young defensive linemen and Terry McLaurin and certain players. You're not going to have all these pieces. So maybe this is the time to strike and the division's down. And I know NFC's winners never repeat, but maybe this is the time one of them does repeat. So again, Stafford is my favorite choice. You plug him in, you get two or three years out of this entire core, and it might just be the best two or three years you have in a while for Washington to start being truly relevant. So let me ask you this. Stafford's your favorite choice. What is your hypothetical trade that gets it done? Yeah. So like, there is that scale where if you start investing so much at tips and you should just go to the Deshaun Watson high stakes table. But if you're sitting down at the Stafford table, giving them 19 and then they can choose a second or third rounder the year after that, or they can have, I don't know what kind of player, but uh, like when I was on the radio with Pete Methurst, he said, well, if they took a D lineman, would you give them up? I would probably do a first rounder in Deron Payne. Is that a little too much for Stafford? I think I would do that. Um, I think I think you could maybe do that because they probably won't be able to keep paying. Yeah. Like, I, I, you can't pay everybody. Um, like Chase Young and Montez Sweat, I'm saving those for Deshaun Watson. Any other quarterback, screw you. But if you want to take Deron Payne or random choices, Cam Curl, Cole Holcomb, pieces like that, Tim Settle, then sure. I, I will part ways with those really nice – defenders in order to land a established passer i made this analogy earlier in the week talking about just kind of where the team is set up for and for you know two decades this team has been playing checkers where they're just looking for the one big move to to you know to to, to get to the playoffs of that season and they're finally in a situation where they can start playing chess they can start planning four moves ahead you know, you can start looking three years down the line. You know that after next year, you're going to have to figure out what you're doing with John Allen. Is he a guy that you're going to re-sign? And if you decide that you're re-signing John Allen, then you're probably not 
going to also be able to sign Deron Payne, like JP said. So maybe Deron is a little bit more of an attractive trade piece. But I like the idea that they can start kind of playing this thing out a couple moves ahead and, and start planning, knowing that what your kind of future core looks like, like you said, Pete, for, for two or three years. And, and I think that kind of is an important part of all this is that, you know, I think that you can look at a couple different positions and, and see, you know, in two years, does Ron want uh, John Allen or Deron Payne in, you know, three years, is it going to be Montez or Chase, assuming that you're not going to be able to resign all of these guys. And then you can start picking and choosing these trade pieces that you're willing to move on from because you, you can see that they're not, you know, they might be a part of the future for one, two or three years, but they're not long-term members of this organization. And, you know, Montez Sweat is a beast and a first round pick and had a, you know, good year this year. And, but if you're looking at it and you see, you know, two, two years down the line when it's time to, to pick up his fifth year option and, or extend him and you, you don't think they're going to be able to pay him because these other guys on defense are coming up as well. Then maybe Montez is a piece that you can get that you can, that you can trade now knowing that he's not, that he's not a part of the future. And I, I like that they're able to, you know, kind of piecemeal what a trade would look like based on guys that they, you know, will or won't have think that they will or won't have, you know, for the, for this, when they get to the window, quote unquote. How many games of chess has this podcast collectively played and finished in their life? I've played probably four games of chess from beginning to end. I used to play chess a fair amount with my uh, dad and my grandpa back in the day. But if we said in the last 20 years, it's probably five. Yeah, I played a lot as a kid with my dad, but I haven't. The last time I played, I remember this distinctly. uh, My buddy Pete's then girlfriend, now wife, smoked me. Like I lost (laughs) like four moves. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you're settling in with like, all right, I'm going to move this pawn here. And she's like, all right, checkmate. See you. Right. But I beat her in risk for whatever it's worth. Oh, um, huge. My Another roommate in college was a, was a chess master. Oh, sounds geez. cool. <laughs> it was something. <laughs> um, I got, I got, a, I say, let's do this, dude. I like this idea, but I don't know how we're going to collect them, but whatever. Um, so our boy Dalton Ross, um, find him. He has a, Show on Sirius XM. He does all the Survivor stuff. He's Entertainment Weekly, all that stuff. Um, texted me a hypothetical trade. Ooh. One of these, who says no? Because here's all I'm going to say. I really like the idea of Stafford. And, and my biggest concern with Watson is you don't know if he's going to be available. Like, stop trying to date the Queen of France. Like, date someone in the zip code, right? But – if Watson becomes available, he's got to be the number one target. Like, if you're going to try, try all the way. Um, this is from Dalton. So just – you can give me a binary up or down. Texans send Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins. Dolphins send Tua to Washington and two first-rounders to Houston. Washington sends the 19th pick to Houston. So, so it, it's 19 for Tua, basically? Yeah, basically. And um, Houston gets three ones. I think the only way it happens is if Washington was sending 19 and Montez Sweat, but that 
is too much, I think, for Tua. Yeah, I'm not doing that for Tua, but if you do 19 for Tua, basically, as it boils down to, yeah, I'd, I'd give it a nod and try it out with Tua for a year or two. I wouldn't do. That. I wouldn't do that deal. I I I love Tua coming out, and I loved him in college. Watching him play this year in whatever portion of games that we had an opportunity to watch, I was thoroughly unimpressed and thought he looked like a guy who was who who he didn't look like the same guy he was in college coming back from that hip injury. And I think his mobility is nothing is looked as fluid with him. We say it all the time, like you know it when you see it. Like, yeah, he, he didn't. He never inspired confidence. Like when I saw him dropping back to pass, I didn't. Th- I didn't feel like there was. I, I didn't feel good about him having the ball. And I thought Miami was trying to balance too much of win now and playing for the future with whatever weird combination they were doing with Ryan Fitzpatrick and him. But there are three or four quarterbacks in this draft that I would rather take a shot with, and at least one of them I think I'll be able to get at nineteen. So. I, uh, I don't know that I would. Who's your QB at 19 you like? And, I, and I think it was McShay's first mock had Washington taking Trey Lance at 19, which is another thing to keep in mind. Keep an open mind. Can you see this? I mashed my forehead on the refrigerator. Yeah, there's a giant gash there. Were you, yeah. moving, in a, were you moving in the bench? No, the bench hasn't arrived. Um, How'd you get? I posted you... a picture of my wife for her birthday. I got so many bench comments. They're very <laughs> funny. Yo, and Blake, um, remember Blake from Miami, Mitchell? Yeah, um, of course. He said, he said, happy birthday to the first lady of the podcast. And I said, that might become her official title. And then he replied, well, I think Pete is currently the first lady of the podcast. <laughs> Have you seen oh. what Blake's doing these days? I know he's working out at 5 a.m. in Nashville every day. He's, I think he's running a popcorn company in Nashville. And I, I whenever he posts something, I'm always like, dude, you got to send JP. JP loves popcorn more than anybody else. I do love popcorn. JP can be I, the brand ambassador. I will happily be the brand ambassador. Um, let's also say this. Uh, Washington football team just struck a duel with FanDuel. You can bet in Virginia. That came out of nowhere. Virginia – Virginia was just like, yo, uh, you can bet here now. Meanwhile, we're waiting for Maryland, holding our damn breath. But um, This week uh, of, of boosted odds, and not to pump up FanDuel, but the week of boosted odds in Virginia is ridiculous. Like, it's they're giving out free money every every day. They, well, eventually, they'll do that here in Maryland, too. Right. Uh, they need to. I mean, it's whether LeBron or Giannis scores one point, you get free 50, it's $50 max bet. Free 50 bucks. They were refunding parlays, Pete. You could have thrown the PPP in there and gotten a Can't refund on it. Um, um, but real quick, what I say is, Blake, when all these places open up here, come on home, dude. Come run a sports book and we can all hang out again. Um, that was one of the most fun nights ever in Miami. Mitch thought we were on the roof. <laughs> and, and you remember that? Mitch was convinced we were on the roof when we talked about it the next day. I was like, no, yep. dude, we were on the ground floor. We, we weren't on the ground floor. We were, we were up a little bit. We were outside at a casino and I'd had a lot to drink. I was enjoying myself. <laughs> that accurate. Um, um, how'd you hit so, your head on the fridge? Just getting some like steak marinade out of there or something? No, dude, it was the basement fridge. And I was like trying to, I was trying to let Lauren sleep on her birthday and like deal with the girls. And I was getting like, like 
a backup orange juice and I just like stood up too fast and blasted it on the corner. Sorry um, to hear that. I thought you were going to say Tua? you saw a flat iron steak instead of a London broil. <laughs> Would I take Tua for 19? I just think he's – I understand he didn't impress me either, but he's so greatly discounted after one year of light use and he's was regarded as a really pure passer and he's still somewhat mobile. I would throw 19 for him, no doubt. Yeah, and maybe the mobility will return being further removed from the hit. Yeah, uh, and not having to worry about Ryan Fitzpatrick and like Brian Flores may have been conservative with him. Maybe Scott Turner can unlock him a bit. I think it's real. I, I would take two at 19. I, I think that the highest I can go for Stafford – is 19 and the extra third from the Trent trade or Fair. 19 and Tim settle. You know, what's crazy is when they traded for Alex, a, a lot of people flipped out because they included Kendall Fuller. Right. And the line then was, well, you need a quarterback, no matter what you need a quarterback. Fuller's a good player. I wonder if when a trade happens, if there will be a similar freakout about if a player is included. Okay, good talk. <laughs> Mitch is clearly Googling something. Yeah, Mitch is looking at something, dude. <laughs> I didn't mean um, to come up in a little bit. I was seeing if I was if I was on the clock. Uh, all right, we'll go quick. I um, want to thank Oarsman Automotive of Virginia. We ride with them, want you to do the exact same thing. Go check out our boy, Billy. Billy and Chantilly, Oarsman Chantilly Kia. Kias are dope. Go buy one. Um, I, I also, uh, Daryl, our coworker, DJ, was texting me over the weekend. He has a buddy that thinks Jameis is better than Stafford. There are yeah. some, like, weird Stafford truthers out there that don't think he's very good. Um, Pete, you are – I'm going to – I'm going to anoint you the the captain of the Stafford bandwagon. I think that's where you're at. Um, I'm I'm more than happy to to wear that title. I think it just makes too much sense all over the place. So give me that C. All right. So I like Stafford. I'm a Stafford guy. He's a career 62% passer. Um, you know, doesn't throw a ton of picks, but he throws them. Stafford helps you. This year he had 4,000 yards, 26 TDs, 10 picks. That's not that's not rated R, you know, like that's a PG 13 movie. It's good, but it, it, it's certainly not rated X. Like you go look at <laughs> my stats. Those are rated X. Um, those are triple X. Yeah. So like NSFW for sure. Right. Like Stafford's good, but I also don't think we should go too crazy because his best seasons came. We had Calvin Johnson there. Who's a hall of famer. Um, I like Stafford, but I, he's not Watson. I don't think my I, quick counter would be, I don't think he is either. My quick counter would be, are those numbers, you know, could they be inflated or should they be judged more favorably because he did them all in Detroit, which is Siberia for the NFL. I agree. And let's not Ashburn ourselves here. Washington. What's next to Siberia, the North pole, Washington's the <laughs> damn know. North pole for quarterbacks. So I think any assumption that he gets here and everything goes great is us is wishful is hopeful at, at at best it's hopeful because alex smith yeah. got here and broke his leg right yeah. like i i'm not i'm not comparing alex to stafford they're different players there's a million different factors but like the assumption that he gets here and all of a sudden things really fire on all cylinders 
and I understand it's Ron Rivera. It's a new day. You got a pair of Martins running things. And I like Scott Turner's offense. You got some young pieces, but like history is history. You can't just ignore that. And I, I think that's an important part of the conversation too. If Pete is the captain of the Stafford ship, can I be the commandant of the Watson army? Because I am all in on trading for Deshaun Watson. What would you give up for Watson? Three. Well, you're not all in because you wouldn't do Chase Young for him. I wouldn't give. I wouldn't give up. I wouldn't give up Chase for him, but I would give up a a bounty a bounty of draft picks. Three ones in sweat. Not. I give up two ones in sweat or three ones. I don't think three ones in sweat would do it for me. I do two ones. ones uh, Sweat gets it done. Sure, but I don't know that you're going to have to give up for basically four number ones for him, which is what you, it is if you're including sweat in that. I do two ones, sweat, and a third, and a third, or something like that. I, I would ones. do three picks and sweat. I just wouldn't two do three ones, ones. Two ones, sweat, and your extra third from the Trent trade. Yeah, done. All right, all right, Commandant. All right. I don't JJ, know Watt, JJ Watt and Montez Sweat on the same same defense would be pretty scary for for Houston if uh, the new GM in for the Texans is listening to this. That would be a pretty great defensive. I'm side sure of the he uh, is it Casario. I'm sure he's a he's a listener. Absolutely. Um, he emails us all the time. Actually, he's going to start sending me hypothetical trades to read on the pod. Um, I don't know that I am prepared to captain any ship in the QBX race. You don't need uh, to. You don't need to be there yet, but the thing is, a Stafford trade could come down at any second. So, yeah, like be ready. There's a fourth. Everybody's swiping. Oh yeah, everybody's swiping in Detroit. So the the league, Washington, better have their keyboard ready. Phone better be charged. Like their pickup line better be on point. It better be funny and better lead to better conversations. How does that work? So I've never done any of these apps. Like you, you both swipe and then you like each other and then you got to be funny. Yeah, basically. Yeah. There's various uh, like rules depending on which one you're on, but basically, yes. When do like the lucidious – is that the right word? I love that you keep looking to see if Kim can hear you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when do like – when do the when do people start sending pictures and all that kind of stuff? What app is that? Depends on which app you're on, really. Yeah. Some of them are more like girlfriend – Wholesome. Angles. The other one are yeah. more – Picture 4 a.m. after the bar angles. Yeah, yeah. There's no um, 4 a.m. after the bar these days, but yeah. What are they called? What What is wholesome? What is 4 a.m. after the bar? Tinder is 4 a.m. after the bar, and what? Hinge is wholesome. Yeah, that's that's the most wholesome, I'd say. Bumble is probably in the middle. Yeah, it's in the middle, but closer to the wholesome. So it's like Match.com, not even a thing anymore. It people is pay, like the 40s. People don't pay for dates anymore. Oh, because it's like the, the apps are all just free. Yeah. And they're like all in your area. So it's just. <laughs> okay. Um, forward here. Um, things that did not exist when I was a younger man. Um, Real quick. You can one see thing the say... beads of sweat starting to drip down Pete's forehead as we <laughs> dive deeper into this conversation. <laughs> Oarsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Oarsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Savings, selection, and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. 
loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Chevy Buick GMC. Let's ride together. What Makes You Smile is brought to you by Dominion National. For anyone that needs dental and vision benefits, I have a one-stop shop for you. TeethKeeperSave.com TeethKeeperSave.com offers dental and vision benefits for everyone with plans starting under $7 a month. Don't have benefits through your employer? Are you self-employed and need dental and vision benefits? TeethKeeperSave.com has various plans for individuals to choose from. Visit TeethKeeperSave.com today and enroll in minutes. Real quick, Chase Hughes responded to one tweet I had about making a trade for a quarterback, and he called it a shortcut. And he says he doesn't want Washington to take any more shortcuts. They're building properly. Keep doing it. What is your response to those? Because I would say sometimes a shortcut gets you to your destination and it works. Shortcuts aren't always bad. So it's worth trying. Yeah. And the the quarterback position is just impossible. Like I think you should never stop trying to improve at quarterback. And that's why green Bay drafted Rogers when they had Favre, and in their minds, it's why they just drafted Jordan love when they have Rogers. And it's why Belichick drafted a kid every two years, even though he had Brady. Um, It's why it's why John Gruden is linked to, Stafford or Watson because he 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 likes Carr but it doesn't seem to love him. It's why the Niners are linked to every team when they have Garoppolo. You quarterback's the most important position in sports. There's no such thing as shortcuts because there's no singular route to get there. Like Lovely. the abyss is far greater than the small plots of land that exist, and any way out of the abyss is is, is the way. There is no yeah. one way. Even if it takes like, getting nasty and shoving people back into the abyss, you got to get out. Right. Like O-line, D-line, you want to build. I, I, I'm cool with all that. Like I wouldn't tell them to trade for, I don't know, the Panthers young tackle or something. Here's the thing. There's different, there's different shortcuts. You have like, you know, the dirt road, which is a, a nice shortcut might be a little bit dangerous. You're just trying to avoid fording the river and, and, and finding something too deep and flipping over. You can you can take a shortcut that works out quite well. You just don't want to take you just don't want you want to avoid the uh the uh the uh the end game version of that. The shortcut that leads you off the cliff and then you're just falling endlessly and it turns out you shouldn't have gone on the rickety bridge. You should have just taken the main road. Right. I mean, we're talking right. the art shortcut talk. Sorry. I know you guys you guys were filling for me as I had to give my wife her yoga mat. So thank you. Um, uh, I want to get going here. Mitch has a meeting. We all got S to do. Um, want to thank Orsman Automotive of Virginia. We arrive at them. Want you to do the exact same thing. All right. I want to talk about these games. Um, Green Bay played scared from the opening kickoff and everybody's mad about the field goal late, which is arguable. I think the two point conversion in the third quarter was arguable, but the way they played at the end of the first half was butt scared and really indefensible. You have Aaron effing Rogers. You get the ball deep in your own territory, but let me reiterate, you have Aaron effing Rogers. There's like 220 left, 217, I think. And they run on first down and just take it to the two minute warning. Then Rogers hits somebody down the field and they don't call timeout. You played 
scared in the NFC title game. It was, they were so tight. Why were they trying to force everything to Devontae Adams? Every time they got in these goal line situations, right. everything went to Adams. Because all year long, they've been able to do it. Go to so, uh, they they seem scared, and I'm a Matt LaFleur guy. I like him. Bruce Arians cleaned his clock, man, <laughs> and and Brady and the play to end the first half. I just I oh. when they the way they handled the last two and a half minutes of the of the second quarter, the first half was indefensible. So I wanted to get that off my chest. Um, yeah, Packers weren't the only team that played scared because the Bills did the same exact thing in the nighttime game. They kicked so many field goals on fourth and two or three inside the 10-yard line against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, which is you want to talk about indefensible. You know that they're going to score points. You have to score touchdowns. And they continually kept going for field goals. It was, it was, it was the most frustrating thing to watch, knowing you knew that they were going to lose when they Started, they kicked the field goal at, uh, in the first half when they had fourth and two from the four, and they had already gone down. It was just, it was, it was so, it was so frustrating watching both games and two teams that didn't play to win. Yeah, do I admire Andy Reid so much? Like the fourth and one with Henny to get to the AC title game, so many guys would have either punted or they would have ran it. But Andy Reid said, "Screw it, I'm going to do this. If it doesn't work, it's on me. But it's unconventional. I'm going to do it, and it worked." He plays to win. Other guys play to just avoid blame and be able to say, oh, I did the thing that everyone would do and it just didn't work. I kicked the field goal and then we couldn't stop Tom Brady because who can stop Tom Brady? Sometimes you have to take destiny into your own hands. Andy Reid does it. Well, Fleur and McDermott did not do it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. Um, all right, so I, I think we got an issue. I think we have to discuss something. Um, we all put our picks in. Um, oh. I documented that I changed my pick and I think I should, uh, this is, this is I, getting struck down so quickly. Listen, we, I said the bills on the pod, but before I actually put a play in, I switched it and I, you got sent you guys a text message. I was like, man, there's just been too much bills talk. I think people are sleeping on the chiefs and I oh put my, my chiefs play in. I think that should count. Absolutely no, not. So everybody knows no so last week I picked. I picked Bucks and Bill, or I picked Pack and Bills, last Friday's podcast. But like I, I mean, I'll I'll tweet out the text to and from the book that shows that I bet on the Chiefs, and I sent it to you guys, and I think it should count for picks. No, when you put, no, when, no, this, no. When you put when you make a bet in a casino, you get the odds. When you place a bet, you get the odds, and the bet are set once you once you do it. In yep. the Washington Football Talk Casino. You made your bet on the Bills plus three. This is this is outlandish. I'm insulted you're even asking yeah. this. Can I then sub in any of my bets that I put in? I didn't bet on the game. I ended up doing a lot of props that worked out. Can I do that? No. Did you this document them? Can, I have them right here. I have timestamps and everything. No. You don't get to set your fantasy right. football lineup. And then when your wide receiver on your like bench goes you, off, you can't put them I in the lineup I texted you two people specifically like, yo, I actually changed my pick. Hey, I didn't. Can we apply this to the Washington Football Talk pod, which I would have shot down then? But you just said, "Hey, look, I changed my pick." I thought you were just right. bragging that you had the Chiefs right. I'm happy no. that you won your bet for real money, hypothetically with a via text or whatever. However, for the for the purposes of the Washington Football Talk Casino, it's a it's a big fat L. 
And normally I'd hate, I admonish the fake bet police. This isn't even the fake bet police. This is just fair. You can't change it. No, 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 no. It was on the official paper. And what's on my scrap paper is way more official than any stupid last gasp text you send us. So go to hell. <laughs> Once Pete writes it down, it's official. Yeah. Can I request an independent arbitrator? No. Yeah, actually, Denied. I would say yes, because that person is going to shut you down, too. All right, it's this Phillips, is, right? Yeah, this is laughable. Phillips Let's is see. so going to choose our side. Phillips right, also call him. Call him right now. See if he picks up. I'm trying to FaceTime him. But I mean, like, go back to any any midweek. You take on on Wednesday. I took Washington minus or plus one against the Eagles. By game time, it was minus six. Do I then have minus six? Listen, all right. Pete said Pete allowed for an arbitrator, so we're Pete. going to an arbitrator to wake jp up and be a third voice of reason listen i'm debate. not fighting you guys i'm just asking questions well pete, you're kind of fighting good, good. All you had to an arbitrator pete this was a three this was a four foot par putt good good you and i were winning two to one there was no need for an independent okay. arbitrator in any which way and then you opened up the flood doors because yeah, phillips isn't going to answer and therefore our decision stands is there any other independent arbitrator uh you take time i trust kime's word all right, let's see. Does Kyle know how to work FaceTime though? Yeah, this might be a little too complicated. <laughs> and is it cow milking time out in Berryville or wherever the hell he lives? All right, let's He's see sitting there smoking a brisket, drinking a nice red, hanging out, waiting yeah. for the waiting for the two Martins press conference to oh, come. I imagine Kyle just, just ended it. Oh. Ooh. Okay. All right. All right. Well Paris. <laughs> no. Not Paris. And you don't want to FaceTime Paris. Who knows what you're going to see? <laughs> All right. I guess I lose. So, yes, you do. Run so, what? Yeah, the standing. So, I was 0 for 2 this weekend. JP was 0 for 2. Mitch was 1 and 1. So, now we are all 1 and what is it? It's 5. 1 and, one and five. 1 and 5. Okay. That Should is we do. Should we do one pick and then a tiebreaker score or something, or should we just do three outright picks for the Super Bowl to make it a little more variant? I think you do a score tiebreaker. Yeah, I think it's I think it's one pick and a tiebreaker because total okay. score pie, total score tiebreaker. Pie breaker. <laughs> I'd also Two like to ask how the PPPPP go. I was going to confront you guys with it. So Travis Kelsey had a billion catches, well over. Chris Godwin needed six, finished with five. Brady missed him twice at the end. I think, and I'm going to probably do this later today, I'm going to drop one of the P's, and it's just going to be Pete's player props. The parlays are too hard to hit, and people joan on me, and I look like an idiot putting together these uh, like really in-depth videos with all these stats, and week after week they come up short. So I think it's just time to turn it into a more general gambling TikTok that I have. Let's hold off on the in-depth in -depth videos. <laughs> It's your girlfriend walking around your apartment filming you do shtick. Well, it takes time out of both of our days. And then I edit them for a while and I care about them. And I just don't want to stop losing people's money. Because that one actually had a lot are of people, people joining really the bandwagon. Are, are people, Chuck Honey put, put one in, right? I had at least like five or six people on Twitter screenshot me their receipts. Like, hey, I'm in with you. Let's do this. And I got tweets about, hey, yeah, Godwin, Godwin. That guarantee. Yeah, that's not going to work. So again, PPPP is funny, but I ultimately believe it's going to turn into the PPP. I like your well, four Ps, Pete. Putrid, pathetic, pitiful, predictable. <laughs> I will say, 
that it's square action. Like, like all the theory in place is, is always square. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, I get it. And that's what's hard about them is like, I can't just be like, Hey, all this is pointing to this. So I have a tingle and I'm just taking the other side. That's how so much of the gambling works. Right. But I'm saying like, Tr- dig like i don't know if it's dig deeper or whatever but like don't sure. go for the obvious plays you but know what listen, i mean travis kelsey was the most obvious play ever and then he exploded and owned the bills and chris godwin had 100 yards he just didn't get six catches so I, that was the right process it was the right process that pppp had legs it just didn't have two legs like i needed it to <laughs> there were two props for the for the chiefs that seemed quite favorable and it was uh Tyreek Hill to have his longest reception over 25 yards I I haven't gone back and looked at it but how many games do you think he didn't have a 25 yard like every game he gets a he gets a big play and then Mahomes longest completion was 39 yards if those two options are available for the Super Bowl at those numbers I'm going to hammer them again because the Chiefs get a huge play every single week and more times than not, it goes to Tyreek Hill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, throw that All in right. your PPPPP. So do you have to get it? You have to like change the the name on the tick? Isn't it like? Yeah, you create a new TikTok. Ch- no, I think you can change your handle, and it should keep my hundred followers who have signed up to support me. <laughs> it's sad. I feel like have- I'm quitting, but I'm also tired of being such a loser already. It, it beats me down. I am one in five on PPPPs. Have we talked about teasers and parlays before? Yeah. And I've cut them down in general in my betting, which is why I'm continuing to move upward and out of the hole. Um, but it's it was too – you were right. You said it right at the beginning. Too niche of a market. I went in way too far. Should have <laughs> just been more general with my gambling. Like player props are – are specific but then i'm gonna parlay people love player props you don't need to parlay them i know i know no and like pete's player props is probably a little easier and more catchy than pete's player prop parlays yeah i've never started a business before clearly i started a terrible business with a bad logo and a dumb name and now i'm gonna adjust and i'm gonna be better (laughs) you just bought too much worse and six flags Yep, screw it. I'm doing PPPs. I'm changing it as soon as we get off this Zoom. Take um, dropping a P. <laughs> the last P. Well, that's not that simple. You know that song, Pete? Nope. Another you song did? to educate me on. No. Uh, it's, that is a classic banger by Naughty by Nature. You know, mm-hmm. you, you never heard OPP? I have. Is that what you said? Yeah. I, oh yes, I know OPP. The last P. Well, that's not. Oh, that I am. I'm nervous by nature. <laughs> yeah, you you really are. All right. Um, it's time to go. We'll have another podcast someday. Um, sure there'll be another quarterback on the market. How about this? Last thing. Watson, you got a hundred chips. Watson, Stafford, Rogers, current, like Alex, Heineke, Kyle. That's one pile or field dispersion right, chips. Do, I'll do it quickly. 40 on Stafford, one on Rogers, 10 on Watson. So that's 51. 
25 on current. So that's 76. 24 on field gets me to 100. I'm going 40 on field. 20 on uh, Stafford. 20 on current. What does that get me to? 80? <laughs> oh. That's not yes. a, uh 10 on Watson, one on Rodgers, and the other nine, four that I have left over, or nine that I have left over, go back on the field. So 49 on the field. All right. Took you a while to get there, but I like the, the numbers. Yeah, 49 field, 20 Stafford. Those are the, that's the important ones. Um, I think he's writing stuff down. I'm trying to get the math right. <laughs> Somebody get the abacus out. The suspense right. is killing me. 40 on the field, 30 on Stafford, 20 on Watson, 10 on current. I think I have 10 wow. left over. 40, 30, 20, 10 is you're done. Okay. Yep. Nothing on Rodgers? No. 20 on Watson definitely caught my ears. That's a that's a hefty amount on the superstar. If you're going to swing, swing. Mitch, what do you say when you play golf? Uh-huh. Deep breath, swing hard, baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, by all accounts, they're in the quarterback market. So, be in the quarterback market. Mitch, I, since we ended our last pod with meme talk, I'll do it on this one, too. I saw that guy between two girls meme, and he was looking away from the girl that said, safe, normal chip from the fairway. And then the girl he was looking at was, open my club face up and hit a crazy flop shot over the bunker. And that was your golf game summed up. You just right. always want to do the unnecessarily wild thing and i love you for it seriously right. more partners how many times do i walk up to the ball and i'm like should i chip it out or just go for it and yeah you hit you hit your hybrid out of the bunker and swinging like for 200 yards it's just nuts all right time to go thank you for listening check out oarsman automotive of virginia oarsmanva.com we ride with them want you to do the same thing um if you made it this far i owe you beer dante culpepper does he, does he have any eligibility left on the football field, the action happens in the blink of an eye. It's like that off the field, too, when you've been injured. In a split second, your life is changed. Whether on the field or in the courtroom, when you've been injured, you need the right teammates by your side. You need Chase & Boscolo, a law firm willing to protect and fight for your rights. On the football field or in the courtroom, having the right team determines whether you win or lose. When injuries change your life, call Chase & Boscolo, trial lawyers that care. Oarsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Oarsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Savings, selection, and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Ford Lincoln. Let's ride together.